0: Welcome to Not My Rabbit Hole with Terry Joyce. Thank you so much for tuning in. I have to admit, I have a little bit of anxiety about recording this podcast. Uh, The reason why is because the topic is really um, intense, and my discovery of it has been kind of interesting. Uh, so I'm going to try to just talk about this and just tell you the story of what happened. And then I'm also going to, I took clips because I did a lot of live streaming on my uh, YouTube channel. And if you if you haven't visited my YouTube channel, um, please do. It's Not My Rabbit Hole with Terry Joyce. So um, if you do, please subscribe as well. I I oftentimes, what I'm going to be doing here is taking some of that material and adding it to my weekly podcast here on Anchor and Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to. Um, There may be, there's going to be a crossover of shows and information that I want to uh, share with you. Okay, so... I'm back in college, by the way. Um, I've decided to go back to college in, in my late 50s. And uh, and so after having a career in the entertainment industry and working as a stand-up comedian live on stage and, and being, being fairly successful at that. But uh, I also went into a different kind of online media, uh, like shows like American Freedom Radio or Revolution Radio, that um, that dealt with Illuminati conspiracy, <clears throat> excuse me, UFO, alien uh, kind of stuff. And also something called a super soldier program, which uh, kind of was about uh, grooming kids that had special DNA that um, used their psychic abilities. And some of them might have been hybrids or hy- had you know animal DNA put into them and it just goes on there's a re- really great um, YouTube channel uh, that I can't remember but he did he did a doc at the moment but I'll make sure that I have it sourced in the description of this video but it's uh he, he did a documentary called how I infiltrated a uh, you know secret Cult, or something like that like you know and and basically what it was is that he noticed the same super soldier thing that I also got fascinated by. And within that world, all right, it's almost like a subculture on on the, on the internet broke out. Um, Even one, like, for example, one of the guys who was considered to be a super soldier, uh, his name is Max Spears. Um, Although he didn't really see himself as a a super soldier. And uh, he died um, by a mysterious death that caught the interest of the BBC. Right. And it was the first time I think that the mainstream media uh, covered something that was happening in this kind of fringe (laughs) conspiracy theory type of world that most people would consider, you know, wasn't definitely wasn't mainstream. Right. Although these people are associated with creating and fueling the QAnon movement. And, and, and that's a whole nother, you know, show to talk about. I'm, I'm, I'm going to touch, I'll try to touch upon that lightly because I'm sure people are going to go what, how could that be? okay, uh, well, this is kind of how it is. Um, there's a UFO conspiracy community or online media that also can uh, incorporate a belief of new age, a new age belief system, because during the time there were certain movements around UFOs that happened. Um, I don't know, like, there's a place called Giant Rock, and uh, and there was uh, you know U- a UFO communication with the guy who owned the airport there in that area, um, and, um, and uh, George Van Tassel, all right, and allegedly he had communication with some extraterrestrials that gave him a blueprint to create an integratron which is supposed to be a, a dome that humans could go into for human rejuvenation and he mysteriously died before he finished it. Okay, that's just like one story, all right? But the reason why I bring it up, oh, and also Howard Hughes was going to put his money into it. He, he was he he put money into the creation of the Integratron. And the reason why they called it the IntegraTron was because the, the extraterrestrial says that you cannot have an exchange of money from for it; it has to be a healing or something good for the body that doesn't have a dollar sign to it, and that's why it was called the IntegraTron. Uh, okay, and then so just put that in the little in, in the back burner here because. During that time, too, and, and during this time that you had Aleister Crowley and Jack Parsons and the Thelema Society and uh, all these different things that were going on in Pasadena uh, that had an association to NASA and rockets and, you know, of course, Jet Propulsion Lab and all that uh, other kind of stuff. And then you have Ron, um, you know, uh, L. Ron Hubbard. Right. The Scientologist, he's in the mix with Anton LaVey. They all were like hubbing around at some point before they broke off and became kind of like St. Anton LaVey started the Church of Saint Saint Satanism. L. Ron Hubbard, who was actually originally a a science fiction writer, uh, creates Scientology. And uh, and then you have Jack Parsons creating rockets, but there's an underlying occult basis to this. And then there's also this UFO involvement in it as well. So a lot of the people that come out and say that they're UFO experiencers or that they were military that uh, worked on Mars, right? And, you know, and came back and they're telling these stories about like, oh, we've already colonized Mars and there's these arachnophobia kinds of aliens. Yes, there's a guy named Randy Kramer that has come out on several shows and done this. And you know, you have all these different variations, and these people also cross over into being spiritualists or healers, and they they ask for money for it, and you know, there's a lot of scams going on. Um, you know, for instance, Kim Gogan with Life Force and the Man of Trust Fund, and there's a lot of suspicious activities happen, but you know, it's, it's like a religion, it's like, it's like, and what's the, there's no difference between what these guys are doing and TV evangelists, right? Now, um, Follow me on this thread line because um, all of this kind of stuff intersects with the, the a missing child named Harmony Montgomery. <laughs> oh, Terry, how do you get to this and all to that and all of this? Well, um, within that community of people, they also got caught up. At some point, that stuff became right wing. I don't know how it happened. Maybe it was Alex Jones, and there was this QAnon thing that came. And QAnon, uh, if you, I'm, I'm sure you guys probably know uh, QAnon. Everybody knows QAnon now, but for a really long time, like for a few years, people did not know about QAnon. And uh, so, and by the way, we have to call it booing on YouTube because. Just even saying the word, what like it, it, it none of it can be. Is it, supposed to be, you know. There's so there's such a fear of influencing people to think this way, that that um, that that you that the AI will just pick up on the word, and it's all of a sudden it's it's an alert system. So if I do slip into booing on while we're speaking, please forgive me because you know I'm not sure anymore if if being on on these other platforms isn't going to go. What is she talking about? But. I think I could write a book about it because I've watched it come out. I watched it happen from the inside and from this media. And for the most grossest example of this is a man named Simon Perks who came out of Miles Johnston's, uh, you know, basis project, which talks about um, the underground bases of, you know, aliens and my labs and, you know, then the super soldiers and and, and you know, all of it, all of it. OK. Uh, and Miles Johnston had he had certain stars that were regular guests and they represented a certain sect of this. And one of those stars was a guy named Max Spears. And Max Spears comes from this is all in the UK, by the way. OK, but I got to get back to Simon Parks. I'll, I'll get I'll come back to the Max Spears in a second. Simon Parks. Sometimes I just trail off on something. (sighs) Simon Parks is also one of, um, you know, uh, Miles Johnson's first subjects to be interviewed. And he was doing this UFO group with a woman. um, I think it was like, it was called the Amash Program. And um, the last name name of the woman was like maybe Jolene Shoemaker or Schumacher. Or I could be wrong on her, on her. But there was another woman and he... And they were interviewing all these UFO experiencers. And one of the experiencers is a guy named Simon Parks, who, you know, says that he's an alien hybrid. And um, had all these experiences in his crib. And, uh, you know, and and that he, he sometimes has sex with an alien cat queen. And he has alien cat hybrids. And this guy is part of, you know, QAnon. And he's still doing it. And he's hopping around these. Some of these people are doing shows. Um, that they, what they'll do is they'll take over like an Indian cooking channel, or you know, I don't know if they're selling it on the on the dark web or what. Or it's a turnkey thing, but the cooking channel will have like 350 subs already, and then they'll boom, they'll take over it. And all of a sudden, it, you'll stop seeing how to, you know, how to, you know make good nom and then all of a sudden you're just seeing like them and there would be certain shows like he would come up, Michael Jaco and a woman named um, Mel V. Mel V would start her shows like, Oh, I'm back. We're back. And I'm like, well, what do you mean you're, you're back? I don't even know who you are. Like where, where were you before? And a lot of these people, you know, uh, are still spewing uh, like they're, 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 Red pilled is a word. QAnon stuff, and they if they can't do it on YouTube, you know, or they exhaust one of those channels that they've bought, then they go to you know bit Shoot or whatever. And one of the people, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a clip of her in just a second. One of the people that um, that you're going to hear from, I, I'm playing a, an interview, a little bit of an interview from a guy named Ed Opperman from the Opperman Report, and uh, I I had worked with him on American Freedom Radio, um, in you know a few years back, and i had been on some other platforms and shows that uh, similar. Like I think he was on Revolution Radio too when I was on it, and. He's he's well known. He's a private investigator, and I think he has um legiti- leg- legitimacy be, to him because of that. Like he's not pretending to be, you know, a a UFO experiencer or, or you know somebody who used to belong to the Illuminati or whatever he, he you know. He comes from a real background, so he really has this, I think he has a certain ethics in his investigations on the work that he does because he wants to give out his audience that he has a standard of legitimacy because, you know, hey, maybe someone's going to hire him to, you know, from listening to his show, right? Oh, if I want somebody, a good private investigator, let me go to Ed Opperman. So because of that, I think he has a certain amount of legitimacy and he had a woman named uh, named Megan Walsh all right, on a show. And Megan Walsh is John Walsh's daughter, who is the guy who is from America's Most Wanted and who is the man who had his son uh, abducted and was found beheaded um, not too far away from where he was living at. And they started the Adam Walsh Act. And... How I got involved with um, with this, with watching this. How I ended up stumbling on Megan Walsh and her story, or became interested in what I'm going to play for you here in just a second was because um, in this media that I'm talking about, specifically I mentioned uh, Miles Johnston early from the, from the Basis Project, he interviewed a woman named Eva Moore Brockbrader who is the wife of a man named Bill Brockbrader who was just recently uh, featured on John Walsh's In Pursuit. Uh, and uh, uh, the reason why he was featured on it is because of the fact that uh he was in the military living in san diego uh i think he might have been he was working for the navy but this guy uh claims to have been a navy seal which he isn't all right and that was he was busted on that by a guy named don shipley who is a real navy seal so Navy uh john don shipley was part of this uh, broadcast with in pursuit So Bill Brockbrader, uh, basically what what he got convicted for and and had a dishonorable discharge from was the fact that he molested a 10 year old and the 10 year old would babysit um, for him and his wife and his wife was the 10 year old's sister so and he and he did this for years, and then finally, um, the girl came out about at the age of fifteen and confessed, and maybe like around sixteen, whatever there was a court hearing, and he ended up you know having to do three years in prison and register as a sex offender whenever he moves and moved, and he has failed to register as a sex offender, so Um, So he is a fugitive with the FBI, and he was featured... On in pursuit, and they talked about this media, the media that I'm talking about, that he was he'd come out and told people that he was a Navy SEAL and working in secret government projects, and his wife Eva Moore was associated to a radio station that used to be on called Revolution Radio, and she was just recently on the Basis Project, and she tried to she tried to make it like after the this. Episode aired. Okay, so the episode aired on September 1st of 2021. In November, she's on Miles Johnson's show at a library. Right? You know, not even at her home. You know, and uh, and and she's at a library computer doing this broadcast. And she is telling people that that the reason that 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 John Walsh is after her husband because her husband is is investigating into Adam Walsh, and that Adam Walsh is a Satanist, and he had an occult ritual, and he and and, and had his own son beheaded, and that there was a woman named Penny Shepherd, whom I know who who um, actually. Um, has come out and claimed to be the real little girl from the Netflix uh, series, um, stranger things. And you will find that a lot of people in this particular media will say, yeah, I'm the real person in that movie. This is really about me. And people will just believe them. All right now. Um, she's, uh, so, so, uh, even more Brock Bader says, oh, well, Penny Shepard, you know, told me all about it and blah, 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 you know. And, uh, and I'm, I, you know, I don't think, she, you know, Penny Shepard's really credible. But she said that Megan Walsh was coming out and talking about her father. Her children were taken away from her by CPS. And, you know, she was going to out some corruption in her father, John Walsh. Well, you know, lo and behold, she, this, some of this is true. Like she is claiming some really heavy claims about her father and about her growing up and about, you know, she questions a lot of things. And so, um, so I'm going to stop talking now and play the clip for you. I actually, this is a clip from my live stream. So you will hear me talking you know, it would be part of the other show, and um, you know, you will hear me stop and go off and on and make interjections as as my listeners, my live stream listeners at that day were listening. I would stop and comment. Um, it's just a clip, and I'm using this as fair use. I'm going to give a link to Ed Opperman's uh, you know YouTube channel, and I hope you will take a moment to um, to subscribe to his channel too. All right, and so here goes with the clip.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Going to show and let you listen to a little bit of Megan Walsh on Ed Opperman, where she talks about a few things just quickly. I'm also going to make sure that I list him in um, on my channel. So if you want to go listen to it, but I want to play a little bit of his interview uh, with Megan Walsh. Because I bring, I bring, and, and another reason I bring this up too is because of the fact that when I was covering um, the Bill Brock stuff and, um, you know, even more on the, you know, the show that Miles, you know, made private, but it's actually here on my channel. It's in my playlist of Bill Brock So if you want to research, I've got footage that I've documented that, you know, uh, you know Miles decided to put on private, really. But, uh, you know, even Marie, even more, Brock Brader says that her husband was working with people to expose him and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, the Adam Walsh Act, how the real story is that Adam Walsh was beheaded in a satanic cult, you know, that his father was involved in. Like, that was what even Brock Brader spun on Miles Johnston's show. Now, I think based on what I've looked at with Bill Brockbrader, I think that you know he's guilty of abusing this young girl and that he has failed to register as a sex offender and that is why he was featured on In Pursuit. So it, again, there's a crossover between our media, the UFO Twitter media, and this community as and, and 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 a show that is that that is involving these things. Now, to give you a background, well, let's just let you listen to it because I I I think it's better if you listen to his show a little bit than and hear it from her mouth, her words than have me speak it. So let's do it.
2: Stop screwing around and contact KM. I want to go back to about deleted text here. messages. Create a report that you can use in court. Email Revealer.com, 800-572-9762. A flooded home or business is All never right. easy it's to deal with. A little with. bit farther. You're left with a method. I encourage people to go back on the archives on Spreaker and check out the other shows we did with Willis Morgan about the uh, the disappearance of Adam Walsh. Uh, also, too, um some shows we did about Otis Tool. But we have today Megan Walsh, uh, who is the younger sister of Adam Walsh. Uh, she's the son of John Walsh from America's Most Wanted. Uh, you can find her on Twitter at Megan Walsh underscore, and that's M E G H A N has the H in it, Walsh.
0: I- I'm seeing, um, I'm seeing, uh, you know, uh, Jeff saying that you know uh, Opperman lies all the time. You know, what? I mean, they're like sometimes we like him, sometimes we don't like him, you know what I mean? But I really think that he did a good job with her interview. It's really, you really need to listen to her because he allows her to talk quite a bit in this.
2: Underscore. And she also has a a give, send, go, front slash Megan Walsh uh, to raise funds for her battle that she's having uh, to reunify her family. Uh, Megan Walsh, are you there?
1: Yes, I am, Ed. Thank you so much for
2: having me. Now, uh, we've just been talking about a half hour, and we've been covering a lot of stuff. This is off the air. Um, so just for now, let's start off. Who is Megan Walsh? <laughs> uh,
1: well, again, you gave a great introduction, and I thank you for that. I, I am honored to be the younger sister of Adam Walsh, and uh, by fact, I am the daughter of John Walsh of America's Most Wanted. Uh, I'm now a mother of three and, uh, I coming out of college and whatnot, I was in the fashion industry, uh, as a designer, uh, with my own line called blank silk by Megan Walsh. And then I went thereafter into music, uh, and would combine the two, um, you know, for, for several years doing that and decided to leave everything in the industry. Once I, Started realizing a lot of things about it, and uh, went into healing and, and and advocacy. So that's where I'm at now.
2: Okay. Uh, well, how about this? Let's start. Um, what do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the disappearance of Adam Walsh, or do you want to start with the situation you're in right now with your own family?
1: Well, I think I can give a little brief of what's currently going on and why I'm here, uh, and and I think that we should go into uh, you know Adam and start from the beginning, and, right. and I know we plan on doing a little bit after this that will eventually end up full circle. Gotcha. Does that sound? Yes. Great. Uh, well, my current situation uh, is that prior to April of this year, um, I was developing a family learning farm. I was also an advocate for family court and uh, CPS corruption. Uh, we know that currently in this in this world we live in today, we're finding out a lot of wild things, and and also there's a lot of great people coming forward, like yourself, Ed, and I know many of your viewers, uh, if not all, that that really do. Uh, want to do something about the, you know, not so great sides of society, if you will, that we're finding out about. Uh, one being uh, child trafficking uh, and, and, you know, with the current situation and your your knowings and inside uh, dealings with the Epstein trial that's currently, well, I should say Maxwell trial that's currently going on, but dealing with the Epstein situation. And, and I think that a lot of people forget,
0: you know, what was kind of going on in the new. See, I, I want to make a note. No, she sounds well spoken. She's well spoken. I, you, ha, you, ha, I need to give her this, right? You need to give her that
1: news prior to this cold that we all caught called COVID, uh, and uh, and that was Weinstein, Epstein, Nexium, and all of this. So, you know. Right now, I think a big thing for us to identify with all of this going on and kind of returning and resurfacing with the Maxwell trial. Now,
0: note this too, like everything that's being said here is in the public domain. This is public domain information, right? So nobody's making anything up. She's sticking to the facts of different cases and discussing them with them on Steve Opperman, I mean, um, Ed Opperman's show
1: report. Uh, you know, I think that it's really a great thing to bring attention to, but also it makes the, the real issues that us as everyday people, uh, what we can actually do to change things and bring things to light. It kind of keeps it bigger than that. So,
0: you know, basically she's saying that she's worked with, uh, you know, you know, keeping like, she's been a watchdog for CPS services before she lost her children to CPS. I mean, that to me, this is how it's reading. Right. I mean, that's what I'm perceiving. I don't know. I could be wrong. But, you know, if you follow the timeline, she's telling you that, well, I did this, I did that. I worked in fashion, blah, 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 blah. Right.
1: Uh, And and leaving it in the hands of the judiciary or even as we're seeing trials that we're not getting to see. Right. So uh, so I was speaking out about this um, and identifying that our child protective services and in the US and, and actually across the globe are truly not in the best interest of our children and our families sadly. Um, you know okay. much- And
0: then when you and look, let's just face it that's the big question about like you know Harmony Montgomery is like how is it that she's missing for two years and that she was tr- given to the father and then taken? You know, gone for two years, and the police, like the mother put Pete asked for help, and she didn't get it until now. It's becoming it's really underneath it. Mark my words about this Harmony Montgomery case it's gonna be about it, it may vacillate to CPS services, really. (laughs) I mean. A lot of people are saying that that is where you know the thing to be looked into about it.
1: Much of our the the National Center for Missing Exploited Children, which is my family's foundation, uh, you know, quotes itself that approximately eighty percent, if not more, of children that are trafficked come from the foster care system itself. you know, there, there's just, it's it's far too incentivized. Uh, and the, the stories that we are hearing today and the situations are Ooh. absolutely horrific. The problem there is that the masses do believe the narrative that they've been given, that it is, you know, in the children's best interest and the family's best interest, it's a good thing. When, uh, you know, I would love to believe that all the people that are going through this and have had their children taken wrongfully would love to believe that. But unfortunately, we've had to come forward to fight for our own children back and I say that because in April uh, of this year as I mentioned uh, my father did uh, arrange my father my mother arranged
0: uh, an ambush if you will you know I don't know what's really going on in the chat I saw Stephen Ronin going am I a troll I've never thought Stephen was a troll uh, matter of fact we're friends on Facebook so you guys play kind in there I mean I know that this is a big topic but you know, don't become, that we need to focus on this, not like, you know, that somebody doesn't like what somebody's saying in the chat. So let's just keep focused here for a second. I don't, I don't want to pay attention. I should probably get monitors, but, um, and if anybody is interested in being a monitor, just, you know, kind of let me know. And I got to learn how to do that too. So, but yeah, be nice in the chat, please. Uh,
1: over uh, about two weeks to set me up to steal and take and kidnap my children, essentially using the local sheriff, um, the judge and court system, and the CPS system itself.
2: Okay, then, then real uh, quick, uh, first of all, what are the ages of your mm-hmm. children?
1: So my children are now two, uh, four, and nine. Two, four, and old. nine. Two boys and a girl. Mm-hmm.
2: And today they're in the custody of your mother and father.
1: They are. They're technically custody of the state. My father has made them wards of the state and uh, they are in kinship shelter with my parents, meaning they also are, are paid to have
2: them. Gotcha. Okay. Now what is the official story? I mean, we've done this a million times. What's the official story? Then we'll get to what the real story is. What is the, what is the official reason why these children were taken from your custody?
1: Absolutely. Um, The, the story in the courts is that I have severe untreated mental illness and that I was psychologically abusing my children. Uh, That's basically with a lot of wild um, allegations and affidavits to attempt to, uh, you know, blow out the narrative and, and make it, you know, unquestionable that the children should be taken.
2: Okay. I've talked to you for a half hour off the air. I don't believe you have any kind of mental illness. Okay. And I've, I've dealt with it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Thank that's my, that's my first who start off now, but now did they have Thank a you. doctor come in and diagnose you and do a medical examination?
1: Well, uh, as we'll get into the darker and and deeper parts of of these kind of situations, um, they actually have shopped me around to therapists since I was eight years old. Um, Mm. And they have attempted to get this diagnosis because that works in their benefit for many reasons. Um, Also part of programming and keeping a child in a certain mentality and state. Um, And so they have shopped me around. I've been put, in many uh therapists offices uh they actually forced uh me to rehab actually we didn't talk about that uh to passages malibu out in california at the height of my fashion career uh when i had no substance abuse issue nothing they said that if i wanted them to continue to invest in my uh clothing line that I had to go do this. And so we know in, in these situations that, you know, our money and making a way on our own is really your only way out from under this uh, coercive control and the narcissistic abuse. And, um, and, you know, so I went along with it uh, and I've even been out there for 28 days. We ended up finding out that they were microdosing us out there and telling us we had special gifts and, you Telling us to do these energy exercises, but I think that's for another show. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so yes, I've been in front of many, and my father even just testified, saying, "Your Honor, we uh, we've we've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to try to get her diagnosed, and we have been unable to." Um, I actually even had a therapist at the time that they took my children. So, I mean, people can.
2: <laughs> yeah. no, you
1: uh,
0: know
2: my audience knows how corrupt the family court system is we did another mm-hmm. show called the guardians about guardianship especially in the-
0: and i'm glad he asked her that question because i was wondering like on what grounds did they were were, were they able to put her children as wards to the state like what like what did they get her on like what's going on here and so you know she clearly says like you know what happened you know according to her testimony here on the show
2: Nevada and and the system over there, Uh, these custody evaluators, these uh, court ordered therapists. uh, It's one of the most corrupt situations I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's a Mm -hmm. nightmare. Now, uh, but that's
1: what my father is trying to do is get the guardianship. He testified to that. I have that on transcript, uh, also stating that he you know would get guardianships over me. Ultimately, they're trying to get conservatorship over me uh, to access you know, for financial reasons and also to in retaliation for me speaking out like I am.
2: Right. And, and, but all this uh, began in April of 2021, just reason. Yeah. Now what, what triggered all this, what triggered this to happen?
1: Well, I, you know, it, it actually physically happened in April, but they, we actually don't even know how long they've been uh, gearing up for this, I guess, if you will, uh, for lack of a better term. Um, so, you know, they, they've been, they've been doing this for quite a while. They, it's a long story. I don't want to get too into rabbit holes on things, but, uh, you know, they, they started with a financial advisor and, uh. And and started setting things up. I started questioning things, and and um, really when Epstein came out, uh, was really when things got a little weird. Um, I started asking my dad, just in general, like, hey, you know, these are all people that you know we knew or have been around. Uh, you know, is it like McCain's wife said when she did that interview, saying, you know, oh we all knew about it, but what were we going to do about it? Uh, or what what's your take, Dad? And that's when he would, you know, instead of just talking to me or telling me, it would be like, oh, Megan, you know, this is crazy. Oh, what are you talking about? That's ridiculous. You know, very, very evasive, very irate responses and, you know, calling me crazy for asking questions. Just just have a conversation. I'm, I'm 38, by the way, for everybody. So, um, so, the- so I was asking questions about that. And then that's what led into me kind of looking into my brother Adam's case for myself.
2: Because the average person listening to this right now, they're oh. driving along in their car, and they're listening to this story. They're saying, John Walsh, America's most wanted, the man's a hero. Uh, first, he had this tragic loss Not of his baby. son, he had son, Adam, and he went to fight crime, become a crime fighter. He wore a leather jacket on TV, uh, you know, uh, uh, rounding up these most wanted people and, and fighting <laughs>
0: I love the, like, he wore a leather jacket
2: on TV. And <laughs> truth in the, the honor of the American way. Uh, but what, what, who's the real Adam Walsh? Not John Walsh. Who's a real John Walsh? And and what was yeah. John Walsh up to? And what was his lifestyle like when when your brother went missing?
1: Yeah, and that's exactly what I started questioning. You know, I guess before I get into that, and that's a great segue. You know, it really hit the table last—no pun intended—last uh, Thanksgiving when I went to their home with my children. I was still on good terms with them, or still, you know believing and going along with things. I was starting to get my own stuff in line and not really telling them uh, so that I could start cutting off contact because of the abuse. Um, And that's when I went up to their home with my children. And my father started um, berating me and things when I said that we were going to leave. My mother's abused me my entire life um, in different ways. And and I was done with it. I was working with a therapist, as I said. And um, you know, I, I decided my mom was you know, in one of her kind of states. And and I didn't want anything. They're very addicted to drama and trauma. And I said, Dad, we're going to leave and and we can try again tomorrow. I'm not going to do this tonight. Uh, And when I tried to leave, he stopped me. He started antagonizing me. He started saying, I'm crazy. I need to get help. My children are scared of me. It was like a script. Uh, My mother comes out of the house filming me. Uh, Trying to frame me. I said I do not consent. Um, I actually started filming them I went to get the phone from her with my baby in my hands and she um, Continued from there to pull me by the back of my hair uh, on an attempt to take me to the ground Which I didn't I didn't go down ed uh, but she did bloody my nose and um, bit me actually um, on my arm and, and things like that so After that, I did cut off, obviously, uh, you know, physical contact and interaction with my parents. I was trying to be graceful about it uh, and ask them to seek help. Uh, You know, it's been enough, and they've they've been through enough, right? I think we would all agree, even Mm -hmm. those that, you know, are still... In cognitive or getting cognitive dissonance from this information, um, but I really wanted them to get help, and I was trying to be graceful about it. But I could not have them around my my children and I um, anymore, and they started coming unannounced and banging on all the doors and windows and really threatening. Um, and when I wouldn't let us see the child or let my father see the children, um, that's when he kind of pulled the trigger on on all of this situation. So hopefully, that kind of gives a little more background. Um, leading up to you know why I you know why we were at the place that we were
2: gotcha okay so so then okay then why don't we uh, uh, okay wait, what a trauma the situation this is right now uh, but now what, what about uh, the original trauma to the family what was going on at the time when uh, uh, Adam went missing <sighs>
1: Right. And and I'm sorry, I got a little bit off because of the tra- the traumatic yeah. situation um, that, you know, people, and and I love that you address this is, you know, the the hero aspect and, and how people are going to feel hearing this information. And I absolutely understand that. I mean, I, I would hope that people would put themselves in my shoes that I have okay, loved so and honored my parents my entire it, life. Like
0: right here, because, you know, it is, it is, um, you know, I don't want to, like, again, I'm not, I don't want to, I want you guys to like, go and um, listen to it on at uh, Apperman's uh, show. Welcome back to Not My Rabbit Hole uh, with Terry Joyce. I uh, hope you enjoyed that clip. And I will make sure that I have a link to it, uh, to the Ed Opperman Report and his interview of Megan Walsh in the description so you can listen to the whole show. It's very interesting. Uh, okay, I want to make a correction. I went back. And I listened to uh, my previous segment here, and I realized that I was, ta- when I was making reference to Eva Brock, Brock- Eva more Brock Uh, talking about uh, John Walsh, the rumor that he was a Satanist and that he beheaded his own son in a satanic ritual. I kind of confused the words there. Uh, I had said um, Adam Walsh beheaded his own son. So I kind of twisted things around towards the end of that broadcast. And I just wanted to make um, a correction, uh, on it. I hope I didn't lose you, uh, in that, in that area of my description there. Sometimes I, I think I speak really good and I get the point across and sometimes I'm thinking, oh, should I retake that? Oh, okay. But I'm, I'm kind of don't have a whole lot of time, uh, to be perfect at the moment. So, all right. So I want to move on to the, the, the main title of this, um, particular uh, podcast, which is, uh, where is, um, where is Harmony Montgomery? And uh, again, this leaks to the media that I'm talking about. Uh, there is a woman, uh, she goes by the name Rose. Um, she has a YouTube channel. She has team Rose. She's got about, I know of a couple of YouTube channels. One is like rambling Rose or Rose rambling. She used to have Rose blueprint Um, And she oftentimes on her channel, and i watched it, she talks about a lot of these people like Simon Parks. Um, You know, she makes reference to uh, Kim Gogan from Life Force, which has the Meta Trust Fund scam. Uh, But one of the people that she was really uh, asphyxiated on was Max Spears, as well as a lot of people were. Uh, Max Spears, now I'm getting back to Max Spears now, right? Max Spears uh, was charismatic. Um, He was soft-spoken. He had a gentleness about him when he delivered the information that he was talking about. And um, in the papers, he's been, you know, Referred to as a UFO researcher, and uh, the BBC did a documentary, like I mentioned before earlier in this episode, about him and about his death. Featured Miles Johnston, and also featured a woman that came out who um, was doing shows after Max's death. Like a lot of people came out, and you know, consulted psychics, and some people said that they were channeling him and. And there was all this stuff going on. And so, uh, and, and so Rose was involved in this end of it. And she's also expressed things like, well, I still think Max is alive. There's people, there's a group of people that believe Max Spears is alive, like Elvis. And again, I think it's because, you know, he was giving information that touches on the spiritual aspect of what was considered to be the super soldier program. See, he got brought in to like, uh, be a speaker in the lineup of super soldiers that was coined by a woman named Carrie Cassidy from Project Camelot. And then you had Miles Johnston. And Carrie Cassidy coined the super soldier phrase. And she had people like Duncan O'Finian, and, uh, you know, who also was you know, li- likes to um, refer to himself as a CIA augmented asset. Okay, and uh, so and these people would speak at these forums, and there was money involved in the forums, and you know, and it, and it, and there's another guy named James Casbolt, and know, I, I could go on, but I don't want to spend too much time here because again, I want to get to Harmony Montgomery, but I'm just giving you a little bit of background of how this intersects, and it intersects to QAnon because a lot of the people that we're talking these things also caught with the QAnon algorithm, and all of a sudden they were right-wing patriots, even if they didn't live in the United States. As in Simon Parks, who's from the, who's from the UK, and has served some sort of government position. All right, I'm, a, I'm an American, so you know I'm not totally up on the officer name, but he council it was like a equivalent of being a council member out here, pretty much. And you know, he was part of a sect of parliament, you know he. So this, these people are kind of interesting that way. And there's definitely a UK United States crossover. So, anyways, this woman Rose, uh, kind of like perpetuated her own online myth. Surrounding Max Spears' death, I believe she she has in her on her, one of her Facebook pages. She says that I have acts of Max. I think she, you know, has a tribute page to him. that's really sweet. Things like this, uh, but on the doc, on the BBC doctor, documentary, they kind of featured him, her in a lineup of people that were kind of nutty, like the nutty aspect of this particular fringe media that has some political destructiveness, really, uh, in in its theories. Because now we've had the incident at the Capitol building on January 6th, a year ago. And, of course, you know, at that point, everybody heard about QAnon. And so Rose um, is a friend of mine still on Facebook, I knew that she had more than one profile before she has several different profiles, like four of them on Facebook, which I didn't really get that. But I think people, when they have more than one profile, they're playing around with stuff, right? They're not really being totally on the level. Why do you need four pro- profiles? You know? And there's another kind of media that is burgeoning on the internet. And it's like a true crime podcast media. And some of these people have been involved with um, helping um, find uh, what happened to Gabby Petit. And they were featured on Australia's 60 Minutes coverage um, of her death and the finding of her her remains and everything and the the whole story. And so there's this new breed of media hosts that have appeared. One of them that I looked at recently is Jimmy Jam's TV. And then also – Um, you know, uh, another woman, another one done by the woman I'm named Avery twisted lies and alibis is the name of it. And one day, because I was still friends with Rose, she's like throwing a fit on Facebook these people are stalking me and, you know, and, then and, and I, and I'm not feeling safe and whatever. And she had a screenshot of this woman, Avery, with her show Twisted Lies and unalibis. And when I looked at the, at the screenshot on Facebook, the photo, I noticed a video in her lineup on her channel that had the word Montgomery in it. It said, it was like, where, where, you know, where is her? I, I don't know if it was titled where's Harmony Montgomery, but it was like, questioning it was it was about Harmony her, Harmony Montgomery and I had a picture of her father whose name is Adam Montgomery and Rose has this other profile that she's had for a really long time called Crystal Rose Montgomery. And I thought because of the Montgomery name, um I, I thought, well wait, maybe there's something here. Like I, I at first I was going, is this woman <laughs> berating her or doing something or whatever, so I clicked onto it and I found out it was about a missing girl named Harmony Montgomery. And what happened to her is her mother, uh, whose named Crystal, right? It's the baby mom, but her name is Crystal, and her dad's name is Montgomery. And the Harmony's dad's name is Adam Montgomery. She's Harmony Montgomery, and this woman Rose that has Team Rose on YouTube, her other profile is called Crystal Rose Montgomery. And I go, wow, is this a coincidence? Like, she's upset at these people, but then I'm thinking, oh, is this a coincidence, you know? And I go on with this woman's coverage, and I've double-checked her information, and it is all of it's accurate. What happened was, is that the baby mama put her children into foster care or gave up her children because she was a drug addict and Harmony had a brother. Her brother got a- adopted and Harmony did not. Harmony is blind in one eye. And um the father, Adam Hunter, while the mother was pregnant, Crystal, um, he was he shot a man in the face. He went to go buy heroin, and he shot the drug dealer in the face. He didn't kill him, but he ended up doing three years in prison. Once he was out of prison, because her brother was, was adopted, they gave Harmony, for whatever reason, to her father. And the father lived in a house in Massachusetts. And that, that, that house was owned by his mother. And then it was sold. And I watched a police. First of all, Avery on her show shows an aerial shot of the house, and the shot has the house has been seen. Now, the reason why I included um, you know, Megan Walsh in this broadcast because she's talking about CPS services, is because this was this is another type of CPS service kind of thing called DCIY. Or decent AY, I think it's I, I, on all the videos. I can hear the Ackerman of it, but it's the same thing. And, and when they foster the foster, you know, parenting or the, the services gives up the child to the father or to a family member in a, to an, in, a, in the, then they go to an, and live in another state. Cause they went from New Hampshire to Massachusetts. The other state is supposed to notify the new state to do a welfare check. And they did not do that. Within that slip up, somehow um, she went missing and uh, the mother realized something was wrong. So she alerted the police to, 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 you know, hey, she's missing. She alerted the, you know, the, the social services. They, nobody did anything about it. And two years went by to finally, it got she got, the incident of her missing got flagged again. At this point, the police came in to do a wellness check, found the father living in a car with a girlfriend. And by the way, he was previously married to somebody else who was the stepmother to Harmony, who was living off of Harmony's food stamps after she went missing. <laughs> okay. Awful stuff. Awful stuff. All right, and uh, so the main question here is is like, well, because now it's two years later, and just two weeks ago, the police finally came forward and and named her a missing person. And and again, giving a reward for now, it's $33,000 if somebody has any information about her. All right, so when I started to look at this information, I thought I've got to do a show about this. First of all, people need to know where that we need to be alerted that this little girl is missing, but it's also alarming to see how she got lost in the, in the CPS system in the child protective service system. Like what is happening? Like, like how embarrassing that it's two years and now the police comes forward and you, and it almost feels like, when you watch the footage, because I I show it on my channel, I showed it in my long live stream. If you see the 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 footage of the Boston Police report or um, police footage of the of the um, the police coming forward and saying, "Hey, this is happening," blah blah blah, the sheriff he almost seems embarrassed that. They're now doing it two years later because, you know, the late, the longer you wait on a missing child, the less likely you're going to find them. And uh, so anyway. Crystal, the, the whole Crystal Rose Montgomery kind of got me and that profile that Rose has. And I started to look into the different types of media's how the people were interacting with each other. And apparently what happened was, is she got kicked out of the Jimmy Jams TV chat and they've been covering another missing girl called Summer Wells. And, 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 and then, and then there's Harmony Montgomery. And there's a lot of videos of Rose talking about Summer Wells and adding to the conversation and being really angry at some of the people in the chat, some of the people. And obviously, you know, uh, Avery, who who is, who is has her own channel uh, about this. And she was accusing Avery, <coughs> originally she was accusing Avery and Jimmy Jams of actually trespassing to come in our property and she was acting like they were going to harm her and physically harm her and like maybe I might, I might have to have my last meal because i not I might not be living until tomorrow and all this kind of stuff and I'm thinking why is this woman doing this and and then she started coming up and saying well it's it's because I'm not a Christian and they kicked me out of the chat room because I'm not a Christian and then she would do these videos where she would talk in the Southern accent and just make every Christian just sound like they're just stupid. Meanwhile, you know, and granted. And I didn't like it because I felt that it was putting people who follow Jesus Christ in a category of just like, oh, they're just some dumb people. And, and the and the mainstream media done that already with people that were conservative and voted on Trump and also were QAnon followers. You know what I mean? It's like uh, Bill Maher does that. But, you know, you can't say that everybody who is a Christian or comes or, or believes in in, in in Jesus is actually somebody that is like stupid and racist. and you know some of these people are from the south, like Jimmy James, and I just I made commentary on it and it just really inflamed her and 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 she wanted to go into this like big old you know drama mode about it and what what I'm really concerned about is like, yeah, I criticized her for being for actually she's criticizing them for being for being mean to her and criti- and not liking her for not being Christian. And yet she's making fun of them being Christian and, 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 and mocking them. And I go where the two things cancel each other out. Like there's no innocent person here, really, you know. And um, and so but the main thing is, but she wants she wanted to argue. So she did two videos about me, one of which I'm going to play here for you to listen to. Uh, and then I'll come back in a moment. But I'm, I'm gonna, before I do, I just want to f- finish up my thought here on it before I have you listen to it. And the point of listening to it, even. Um, the point is, I think this is just a distraction for the main thing. And, and, you know, I didn't. I wasn't combative back to her right away, and I'm not going to argue about the whole Christian thing. I mean, like, if she was discriminated by a group, and the person was the moderator, and didn't, like, kicked her out just because of that, I mean, she can make a complaint against that. You're not supposed to be, um, you know, kicked out of a chat just because of of your freedom, because we have freedom of religion, you're supposed to discriminate it. And but the thing of it is, is that it wasn't really up to the monitors ultimately to keep her out of the chat room. It was really up to the person who has the show. The moderators work for the host. If the host wanted her back in, he would have had her back in and, you know, reprimanded the monitors for, for doing what they did to her. I mean, that's what he should do, right? But he didn't do that. And the monitors were saying that she was using she was trolling them with multiple profiles. And this alerted me, too, because, you know, she has multiple profiles on Facebook. And I have felt that in the past I blocked her on my I had a Facebook before this other Facebook. And um, she was my friend. And again, she had I, she I was having some conflicts with her. And I had noticed that she had multiple profiles and I didn't like it. And she became suspect to me. And so I blocked her and then she came back. I let her back in again. And I'm friends with three different profiles. And I looked again, I stumbled on this Crystal Rose Montgomery profile and I just iterated with her. I go, look, you know, um, I'm not going to argue with you about the Christian stuff and, uh, you know, if you and, and i and what I'm really curious about is the fact that you, you're you're one of your profiles names, Crystal Rose Montgomery, is the same name as the last name of the little girl and the first name of the mother. And so why? That's a weird that's a weird coincidence. What do you what do you have to say about that? And um, and uh, and then also I invited her to come on my show and uh, and. And actually, uh, you know, do a live stream and talk about it, and set the record straight, and explain what these. You know, let her have her say on my show. I mean, if people are are threatening her well being, and if people that are doing, um, you know, broadcasting and this and that are overstepping their bounds and harassing people, that I mean, is her house? Was was the house the the house that her, that the son? the mother owned, was that her? I mean, she has Airbnbs, like she's doing these videos about how they ruined her Airbnb business, but why? Like, how is she linked to them? Why is she linked to them? Why was she in this other media, this UFO stuff, and Simon Parks, and this and that, and now she's over here, like, just like, this is her new deal, and she's just so upset she can't be in this chat room, like, I'm not buying it. Like, I feel like it's a bunch of drama to cover up maybe something else that might be going on. I mean, what if that's what it is? I can't prove it, but like, I thought, well, is this what it is? And I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I, I opened the door. I, 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 nothing. I sent her a mess. I, I replied to her messages to me through, um, through the, uh, through my, uh, I am chat on Facebook. I she made she made a comment on the video, the original video I did about her and said stuff. And I said that asked the same questions and it's silent. She hasn't done a video since. And this is a woman that does videos like every day, like almost obsessively about anything, just about anything. You know, she'll be in front of the camera putting her makeup on and stuff like that and talking to people. And, you know, I mean, she does it like the Rose rant. I mean, she'll do the Derma one. I mean, she's kind of fascinating to watch and charismatic and attractive and interesting to listen to. But I'm going to play you right now um, one of her um, one of her uh, videos that she made of me after I questioned uh, about her profiles and how she was linked to Harmony Montgomery.
1: First of all, in response to you, Terry, I'm not throwing every Christian under the bus, just Patsy
3: and Sippy, okay? I have proof of all of Avery's stalking. What she does is she goes onto my channel, she posts something, I screenshot it, then she takes it off, okay? Then I took my whole channel down in hopes of getting her off my back. I I was hoping they'd stop bashing me in the chat, but they didn't. I still just like, whatever. But then finally, it's like, it does hurt my feelings. You should see Avery in there. If anybody says anything about her, she, she calls back, oh, it hurts my feelings. I mean, these, you know... Avery has literally threatened me on my page, Terry, just because you haven't seen it because Avery is very clever to take it off. She, she threatens me and then she takes it down. I have the screenshots, Terry. Do you want me to show them to you? Because I have the whole case. I have the entire case. I'm not crazy, Terry. You spending all this time bashing me, is it it for bashing somebody else for bashing me? You're a complete hypocrite. You belong on that chat. You know, and I'm not saying that anything negative about Jimmy at all, at all. It's not Jimmy. I watched the people getting shit on in the chat. I'm glad I'm not there. I am glad I'm not in the chat. I'm glad I'm not in the chat because I'm so glad that it's not me. It's like whatever happens in that chat, you can't blame it on me. And so I'm glad I'm not in the chat. And, um, I still support the channel. I don't know why everybody hates that. Why is this such a fucking problem for people? I'm not allowed to do a southern accent, even though I come from there. Wow. I am not bashing all Christians. I just don't like the Christians bashing me. If you can't understand that with your foggy little brain, Terry, then I have to get a stupid fucking 20 minute video about you bashing me that I would never even see because I don't watch your channel and never will now. And then Lyle has to prove show me and ha ha ha. I don't know. Get on the chat and bash me with those people. While you're bashing me, they're all going to say you can't bash people, but they're all going to bash everybody. That's what they do. Bash, bash, bash. It's so boring. Take your bullshit and shove it. Terry, you know what? I don't want you on my channel, especially now. Please don't watch me. Please stay away. You're, You're as crazy as anybody else. You don't listen to what I say. You're not following what I say. You're just assuming I'm crazy because I have more than one Facebook page. That's a crime now. Good. Goodbye, Terry and Lionel. Really, I don't, I don't need this bullshit. I really don't. You think I'm offending Southerners when I'm a Southerner? <laughs> oh, poor fucking babies. Poor babies. Why don't you grow up? Go get your, make yourself a cup of hot chocolate. Curl yourself up with a book or a movie and go to sleep after you shut the F up, okay? Do you really need to bash me like that, Lionel? You're such a child. You're truly a child. You're a grown adult, not adult, male child, okay? That's
1: my assessment of you. I don't care what you think, but thanks.
0: Love you. <laughs> All right, welcome back, and uh, thank you for staying tuned in to the show. If you made it this far, I really appreciate it. All right, I want to could probably pretty much end here on that note. If I do get any more information uh, about uh, Rose and why her uh, last name and her profile is so similar to the um, to the victim's parents. Uh, then it, Harmony Montgomery, uh, then I will, uh, fill you guys in here on Spotify and, uh, anchor and wherever else this is, this is being heard. Um, I also want to let you know that I'm going to have a video version of the original broadcast that I did on uh, YouTube. Uh, it'll include like the police coming out and making the report and you'll see a lot more. And, uh, and if you want more information about it or you just want to see me uh, on video, um, please do check me out on Spotify. The video will only be available on Spotify. If you do want to support me, uh, if you want to support my podcast, uh, you can. You can have a monthly subscription right here on Anchor. Uh, just, you know, uh, if you go to my um my podcast on anchor not my rabbit hole with terry joyce they will be uh, a, a just a you know a sponsorship button for you to click onto um uh, you can even go as low as 99 cents a month to keep me going and you know just a little bit of exchange of energy and money for doing this uh, podcast and uh, the 499 uh, 40 there's a 499 a month category. Um, I'm making that my college fund donation level. Uh, I am a a student again. And uh, by the way, I just got 100% on my um, anthropology test today. So I'm pretty happy about that. Um, But if you want to help me out with my education, I am a journalism, media, and film major, so I'm working on doing this even better. So, again, thank you for listening to to Not My Rabbit Hole with Terry Joyce, and I will see you next time. For now, bye.